The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the hosts and creators of this program. This is the Pet Buzz. This is the Pet Buzz. Freshly collected with news, celebrity pet gossip, and the latest pet trends. Hosted by pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. And here's the Dynamic Pet Duo. holidays and the countdown has begun we're just waiting for christmas to arrive is everyone out there shopping for gifts especially pet gifts you know i really thought about all the great gift ideas and recommendations from the editors of dogster and catster last week and i've been thinking about a lot of the fun gifts to get for my dogs cats and bird so i love the idea of the lick mats treats are always good toys beds and obviously a few apparel items that i think they would enjoy wearing that also a lot of times when the dogs and wear apparel they get a lot of attention so they like that including the classic red cable knit sweater that's always a great idea because it gets you through valentine's day and beyond but uh I don't know if it's the holiday fevers in the air. I, I haven't seen that many people are looking so excited about it. It seems like the holiday is a chore. COVID is moving to the past, and I think people are beginning to enjoy it more. Uh, hey, let's hope so. So what's going on with you, Dr. Fleck? For the holidays? Yeah, how are you embracing the holiday season? I'm taking a couple of days off. Wow. That's, that's a great idea. What are you going to do? Um, well, it's the day before Christmas and Christmas, and... New Year's Day and the day after Christmas. So I'll enjoy family at Christmas and New Year's Day and the day after New Year's. I will tremendously enjoy football. Football. That's your that's your baby All right there. All day long. Yes. That's your baby yes. right there. Yes. Okay. So do you mind giving us a rundown of the show? Because everybody wants to know what's going to happen on the Pet Buzz this week. Okay. Yes. So this week on the Pet Buzz, we're talking about the dog found at the crime scene in Moscow, Idaho where the four college students were shot and killed, prepping for a pet sitter, holiday movies about dogs, knowing when it is time to put your pet down, which is not pleasant, and an update about the man who shot Lady Gaga's dog, Walker. And Charlotte, can you introduce our first guest? Well, to add holiday cheer to a home, many folks bring in seasonal plants and admire their flowers, fruits, and leaves. But it's important to realize that some popular holiday plants can be poisonous or toxic, especially to children and pets. And joining us today is veterinarian Ibram Sakri, a professor of pharmacology and toxicology at Rush University School of Veterinary Medicine. Dr. Sakri, welcome back to the Pet Buzz. Uh, thank you for having me back. You, you are one of our dream team members, and we're really pleased to have you with us at the holidays. Thank you very much. I know, I, I believe that I am part of your team. Thank you very much. You know, we always say the dream team members are people we rely on a few times a year to come. So it's always a pleasure having you come and opine and inform us about the plants that we need to be aware of, especially when we are dog and cat owners. Okay, before buying holiday plants, uh, you need to ensure that these plants are safe for your pets. So there are many resources that you can check to make sure they are safe. One of them is the ACPCA, and there are many websites on the web, but also you can check Ross University School of Veterinary Medicine website. That's great advice. So before you buy, if you're going to give a gift to someone, or if you, even if you're on one of the you know uh, online websites that offer great deals, make sure you check that 
plant is safe. Is safe. I, you know, one of the things, uh, and I wanted to ask this to Dr. Shockery, is, you know, one thing that I really like is 1-800-Flowers makes these carnation dogs. They're, they're all carnations. Are carnations safe for pets? No, actually, carnation uh, have some toxins that can cause gastrointestinal signs. So, you know, all of us dog owning or pet parent consumers, what plants should we avoid bringing home or gifting to other pet owners at this time of the year? There are many uh, popular uh, holiday plants that actually are toxic, uh, like mistletoe, amaryllis, Christmas cactus, Christmas calancho, Christmas rose, paper white narcissus, cyclamen, and many others. And those are like the top ones. I mean, paper whites, they're so fine and delicate, but they're definitely toxic. So, I mean... They're pretty. They're beautiful. I mean, even the Christmas cactus. I mean, it's funny because someone, I have a friend who lives in my neighborhood. I don't see her very often. She always manages to come to my house and leave me um, an amaryllis at the door. And like, you know, she goes, for you and the English toy spaniels. And the fact of the matter is the English toy spaniels can't enjoy them because they're toxic to my dogs. Correct. Well, if you've just joined us, we're talking with Ross University School of Veterinary Medicine's Ibrahim Shakri, that's Dr. Shakri, about the dangers of holiday plants. Now, what about cat owners? Is there some cats, I mean, some plants that are more toxic for the cat owners? Yes. Uh, generally speaking, uh, the same plants that are toxic to dogs are also toxic to cats. But lilies are very toxic to cats. Uh, lilies can cause vomiting in dogs and cats, but they only can cause kidney failure in cats. And as, 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 as low as two petioles or two leaves can actually kill a cat. Well, let's follow up on that a little bit, Doc Abe. What, what symptoms do pets in general manifest if they ate potentially toxic plants? And should they be taken to the vet immediately? Well, generally speaking, the majority of toxic plants are irritating. So their ingestion usually uh, can cause gastrointestinal signs such as drooling, vomiting, abdominal pain, and diarrhea. But some also uh, at low levels and some at high levels may cause changes in blood pressure like low blood pressure, uh, 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 heart problems, and coma and seizures. Uh, so these are the ones if you see your pet showing signs of coma or seizures or uh, 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 fainting, uh, immediately you should contact your veterinarian and transfer them as soon as possible. That sounds expensive. So as we always say on the pet buzz, being forewarned is being forearmed. I mean, imagine if you have to take your pet to the emergency clinic like on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or even New Year's Day, that's going to be a hefty vet bill. Plus all of the, they might have to, I mean, what, what would be the protocol for that, Dr. Shockery? Well, obviously what you said is, uh, is absolutely true, especially in some places uh, that the vet is several hours from where you live. And that may be very difficult to do. So there are things that pet owners can do to minimize uh, the toxicity. First, they can induce vomiting if the animal is not in coma or the animal is not in seizure. Uh, you can induce vomiting by 3%, and I highlight 3% hydrogen peroxide, about, about you know, 40, 50 milliliters uh, uh, to induce vomiting. 
Uh, another thing they can do, there, uh, there are uh, activated charcoal tablets for humans. You can get them from the pharmacy and you can give two or three tablets to your uh, pet. So all this and also another thing you can do, make sure you give them plenty of fluids or water if they can drink. So all these things can actually uh, uh, mostly get rid of the poison and minimize toxicity. Now, what does the activated charcoal do? They eat the tablets? Yeah, yeah. activated charcoal causes what uh, we call physical binding. The particles of activated charcoal uh, bind the toxins on their surface. Uh, and this binding, obviously, when you give activated charcoal, it has to be followed by a laxative. So to get rid of the poison uh, in the GI tract, in the, in the stools, in the feces. So you got to have the hydrogen peroxide and you got to have the activated charcoal. That should be in your first aid kit. Yeah. When you say the the 3% hydrogen peroxide, how much do you give? A teaspoon, a tablespoon? How much? Yeah, you give about uh, 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 one to two milliliter per, per kilogram body weight. So basically you can give 30, 40 milliliter per, based on the size. And if that doesn't work, uh, you can repeat it. So that sounds about like a teaspoon. Yeah, a teaspoon or two teaspoons. One or two teaspoons, okay. Yeah, depending on the weight yeah, of your dog. Yeah. Okay, so what holiday plant or Christmas plant is <clears throat> always deemed to be more toxic than it really is? Well, actually, that is poinsettia. Uh, Poinsettias uh, have a bad reputation of being toxic, but uh, they are generally uh, safe. They are classified as non-toxic, although they may cause non-toxic plants in general may cause gastrointestinal signs or, or sometimes allergy, for example. Dr. Shakri, it's always a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's good. Look, he looks so handsome. Don't he looks healthy and great. He does. He does. He looks fantastic. Well, before you go, can you give us a website where we can learn more about toxic plants? Give us your website one more time, the one that you put together for Ross University. Yeah, the one I put together, uh, the best way uh, to to go to Ross University School of Veterinary Medicine website and uh, look for my name. It is under my name somewhere. Just hit the search button. We'll make sure that you can spell his Dr. Shockery's name. You can look him up and then find this amazing compilation that he put together. It took a while for him to put it together, but it's pretty awesome. Very awesome and very informative. Yeah. So just, just to remind you, that was Ross University Professor Ibrahim Shockery discussing toxic plants around the holidays. Up next, the I Likey of the Week, and then, of course, the Pet Buzz Mailbag. You are listening to the Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We would love to communicate with you via social media. Use the Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. I know you love your dog and you want to treat him well, but with so many treats in the pet marketplace, how do you choose? Look for treats made with no additives or preservatives, just natural ingredients, like Hunter's Healthy Treats. Choose pumpkin, sweet potato, or peanut butter heart-shaped treats. Not only are they good for your dog, but he will love the taste too. For healthier treats and happier dogs, choose Hunter's Healthy Treats. 
visit HuntersHealthyTreats.com. Hunters Healthy Treats is a proud partner of the Pet Buzz. Thank you for joining us on the Pet Buzz. The show is hosted by the dynamic pet duo. I'm petrondologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. Hey, let's kick off the segment with the I Likey of the Week. That's the way it has to be because that's the way I like it. It's genius. I like it. I love it so much. I like it. It's to die for. I like it. I was recently featured as an expert in a Spy.com article about keeping pets warm, especially dogs, warm and cozy in the cold weather months with really a great sweater. Well, there are many factors to consider when choosing the best dog sweater. Consider your dog's breed, freedom of movement, materials, and their care. That means the sweater care. Recognize that you might not find a sweater with your dog's exact measurements, but you'll still want to get as close as possible so the sweater fits well. Well, after you measure your dog, and that's from the base of the neck to the base of the tail, around the front paws or the girth, you want to do that. You know, when in doubt, you're going to definitely round up. Okay, that's the most important. You want to make sure your dog can easily squat or lift their leg without peeing on himself or the sweater. You want to make sure they have good movement and ample room to do their business. Now, here's the thing. I have to tell you, I love a good red sweater. Why? Because it gets you through the holidays all the way to Valentine's Day. And you can find a great sweater, a great red sweater on Chewy.com starting at the price of $13.99. Believe it or not, a great Christmas present for under $14. The sweater is available in multiple colors. This classic cable knit is a winner due to its soft and easy pullover design. It's also a standout in the rain and the snow. Hey, it makes a great gift too. Well, it's available in seven different sizes, including small, extra small to extra large, and you're bound to get a quality fit. Customers who buy the sweater from Chewy, like the sweater, is a very soft knit, has a classic style appropriate for any occasion. You know, I love cable knit sweaters, and now your pup can have a matching one of their very own. So for more information, check out Chewy.com. Up next, Celebrity Pet Buzz. Well, the man who shot Lady Gaga's dog walker and swiped her two French bulldogs was handed, get this, a 21-year prison sentence on Monday in Los Angeles. James Howard Jackson pleaded no contest to one count of attempted murder as part of the violent robbery of two of the singer's French bulldogs. Jackson was actually mistakenly let out of Los Angeles jail in April due to a clerical error before he was recaptured nearly four months later in August. Earlier this year, the other two men involved, Jalen White and Lafayette Whaley, pleaded no contest to robbery. Harold White, charged with after the fact, along with McBride, pleaded no contest Monday to a count of ex-convict in possession of a gun and will be sentenced at a later date. All I can say is more drama to come. And now it's time for Flex Facts. Welcome to Just the Facts. Just the Facts. Fact or fiction? Just the Facts, ma'am. You want answers! I want the truth! Dr. Fleck, what are we going to talk about today? Well, let's talk about a number of really exciting things 
that I think are very important, what I've recognized, and that people have to recognize uh, when they come to the veterinarian for professional medical care. Um, things can be a surprise. For example, just today, I had to do a oral surgery that we thought was going to be relatively routine that needed dental cleaning because of the, the gums being infected and because of the So in other tartar. words, the pet owner never cleaned the pet's teeth. Yes. Most, okay. most pet owners don't. Right. I did happen to see on evaluation that there was a little Rosetta bud on one of the gums. Unfortunately, when we had the pet under anesthetic, when I could make a better evaluation of the mouth, I found that that growth was really more extended into the gums, uh, probably into the root of where the tooth was, which really changed my whole procedure for what I had to do to attempt to take care of this pet. So obviously I took a piece of tissue to send it into the lab for pathology. But because of my experience in, in practice, it wasn't using a scalpel necessarily to remove this growth, but I used electric cautery. Why did I do that? I did that because I knew there was going to be excessive hemorrhage and it was a small area to work in. So I removed most of this tissue with the heat, the fire essentially from the electric cautery. And I had very little hemorrhage from it. And now I'm concerned because you think the dog might have oral cancer. I think the dog may have oral cancer where I didn't think it was before. We'll know that in a few days, probably not a very good way to be looking at Christmas coming on and the holidays uh, for people, but um, have to find those things out. Those are those surprising things happen to me more and more now. And the reason why is because veterinarians are probably seeing more patients now than what they did before, seeing more issues because pet owners are bringing their pets in for, for better care, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, one has to expect that sort of thing. The other thing that I think that is great that I remind all of my pet parents about when they come in is that particularly as they're becoming 9, 10, 11, 12 years of age, spend some more time. Enjoy your pet more. Get some pictures. Get some videos. That's nice. And especially during the holidays. Especially it's such during a the joyous holidays. time. You know, but it's it's really interesting. But you, you talked about surprises. And I think when you're doing t any type of surgery, I think pet owners should always be warned or weary that there could be surprises, even as simple as pulling a tooth out because you just don't know. You just don't know. And it's the same thing with people. Yeah, one of our staff members had surgery done, a gallbladder removed, and just coincidentally, they found cancer. And this happens, I think, a lot with people when they do surgery. The same thing can happen with pets, particularly with an elder pet. So let's just wrap this up by saying that that's why it's so important as your pet matures that you see the vet at least twice a year to take care of any problems and actually get engaged in your pet's health care. Uh, in this case, maybe brushing that pet's teeth could have prevented pet oral cancer. I just found this out recently. I didn't realize that oral cancer is definitely one of the cancers to be really weary of in pets. And a lot of that has to do with the lack of pet oral care. Especially recognized in feline 
oral care, mm -hmm. especially that. Yeah, and especially some dogs inherently have bad teeth, but then if you're having a little dogs and you're feeding them a lot of um, wet food, it's going to be sticky and it's going to stick to your and teeth. And it's a fun time of the year. So, you know, think about it that we want to really enjoy our pet. They're a part of our family and meaning more for us in our, in our existence than maybe in the last 10 years. So spend that time, enjoy that time with your pet and make them know that you really care for them. What a great smile you have on your face when you're telling that story. Your face is all lit up. I enjoy, I enjoy that. Anything else, Dr. Fleck? That's all the Fleck fact for the week. I love that. Thank you so much for that. Give us, give us a little hope and inspiration. And remember, definitely get those pictures taken with Santa. It is a fun time that you will not regret and you'll have those Always memories for years to come so go to cherry hill programs create holiday magic and sign up and get those pet pics with santa and you can get involved in those pet pics with santa too i'll make sure that i post my pet pics uh of of the experience online i haven't done that yet i'm, I'm savoring those pictures you are listening to the pet buzz with pet trendologist charlotte reed and veterinarian dr michael fleck we love to communicate with you via social media use the pet buzz social media channels on twitter and facebook to make a comment or ask a question post a picture of your pet on instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality you can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and our buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Buzz, the best in pet talk radio, where we focus on enhancing the bond between pets and their people. I'm petrondologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. Well, hopefully you haven't waited until the last minute before you booked a pet sitter for your beloved pet for the holidays. There's still time, though, but there are a few things pet sitters want you to know so they have an easier time of it when taking care of your pet or pets at the client's home. So joining us today is Jessica Abernathy, the president of the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. Hello, Jessica, and welcome to the Pet Buzz today. Hi, thank you for having me. We're excited you're here. You know, pet sitting is very close to my heart. Um, as the founder of Two Dogs and a Goat uh, Incorporated, which was a dog walking, pet sitting, and full service pet care business in New York City, here is the opportunity for you to tell potential clients how they can make your lives and your pet sitting job so much easier when taking care of the pets. I mean, a lot of times people don't realize that pet sitters have a home, a family, and they have holidays too right? They do. You know, with the hustle and the bustle of the holidays, pets can feel that stress and especially the dogs. So I always suggest to clients that if you've never used a pet sitter before, it's really key to have that pet sitter come over, not for the interview, but another time and take care of that pet just to have a, like a little playtime and more of an introduction. Uh, so what do you think of that? I'm all for it, especially if you've got a difficult dog or a dog, um, 
which in the times that we're in that haven't been around a lot of other people lately, lately, um, that's always advisable, but it also gives you that bond between the pet and the sitter and you as the pet parent know that they're in the best hands possible. So I like, I like doing that. I like that a lot. It may be a little extra money, but it's definitely worth it. Right. A hundred percent. Totally worth it. When you know that your four-legged family member is in as good of hands as you are going to be over your holidays, it gives you that peace of mind. And that little bit of that extra visit gives you that peace of mind, run with it. I I love it. I think it's great. Anything to make your four-legged family member feel is just as important as the two-legged, I'm all for it. So let's talk a little bit about the responsibility maybe of, of the pet parent. Let's talk about cleanliness. Is it easier if clients clean up a little before the sitter comes? Yeah, and I think we're talking about like bowls, uh, yeah. counters around the bowls, the litter box area, fur everywhere. I know as a pet sitter, and I was a pet sitter in New York City, or I owned a pet sitting business in New York, the bowls would be filthy because they didn't wash the bowls every day. I found myself like on that first visit, cleaning up their kitchen sinks, cleaning up their counters. Talk to us about that. What's your feelings about that? I would love it if every pet parent hears this and actually listens to the three of us about this topic, because it is a topic that I'm noticing that's going further away from everybody's mind. But it's very important that you leave us the environment that you would like to come home in. You know what I mean? That's one of the, the one of my staff and my pet sitting businesses is our rule of thumb is, is always leave it cleaner than they left it for you. Well, that's not a challenge. You know, be like, don't leave me a mess. So I have to clean your house for you. But we would love to have it cleaned so that way we know that they're getting the best care possible. You know, the bowls clean. Hey, leaving an extra roll of paper towels out because that's always the fun part is for us to try to find this cleaning supplies too. You know, or just leaving us a sticky note on a cabinet saying the cleaning supplies are right here, or extra food is over here, or hey, I got some extra bowls over here. The more that we know about where we can find the proper um, items to keep everything clean for your four-legged family members is just as, as important as keeping it clean for you. So yes, I think it's very important. And I love when people actually leave us extras out so that we understand what they are, what their regimen is, you know, and how they'd like to keep it clean. I think people don't realize, you know, people are either paying for a half an hour or an hour. And when you have to start cleaning up the area around or, or the bowls are filthy and you have to wash the bowls because there are crusty food on them and the litter box hasn't been cleaned and you have to start your first visit, there's no time to spend with an animal. I'm specifically thinking about a cat who takes a while to warm up. A dog generally will warm up a lot quicker, but that cat will be weary. You want to be able to bond with the cat by playing with the cat. So it, I think it would make it easier, like Jessica talked about, if clients can leave the treats, the food, the litter, any necessary items on the kitchen counter prior to leaving for the holidays. I mean, it, it, people don't realize, I think, you know, and also you have to think of like pet culture around the country. Like my experience primarily has to do with city dwellers, where Jessica probably has more of a suburban outlook and her clients are more in suburbia. Is that correct? No, actually I'm a mix. I um I'm in Chicago. So okay. I I have I have quite the city dwelling, you know what I mean? And my service area actually goes into both. So I have my city clients and then I have my suburbians. And it's it's a different uh culture. Both of them are, but we, sure. we service both. Yeah, I get it. You look perplexed, Dr. Fred. Yeah, I'm I'm when you mentioned about the housekeeper, I just don't want to make an emphasis on this that the only only pet parents that that use a pet sitter coming in 
are people that are maybe more well off. Because I find in my practice that I have a total socioeconomic group comes into practice, they can be low socioeconomic no. that, are, that are still using the pet sitter because they choose to do that. So we're not talking about the care keeper sure. for the home, but and we're addressing everybody here. No, I, and I agree with you 100%. I think that, you know, it's like any service business. So living in New York, being referred by vets. And that's what your experience right, is. That was my experience. Living in New York on the Upper East Side, having Upper East Side referrals from veterinarians and Upper West Side as well as downtown. I had a high-end clientele. Do all pet sitters have that? No. And I had some people who were very middle class and even were struggling. And if, you know, I, I mean, one of my favorite clients was a waitress who worked guess, in the I same restaurant for 25 years. I guess what I'm trying to point out years. is that people don't have to be well off no. to be able to use the pet sitter. I mean, really, at the end of the day, the purpose of using a pet sitter is to care for your beloved pet. But, and you want them left at home. Right, and we, we want them left at home. But people have to understand the holidays are such a busy time. Oh, pet God. sitters work to high standards like anybody else. But if they have to spend their time going into your house cleaning up they're taking away time from time they could be spending with your pet so that's the point i'm trying to make whether you clean it up yourself or you have somebody else do it it's all about the pet and that's why you hire a professional from naps from the national association of professional pet sitters because you want someone who's bonded you want someone who's insured and you want someone who's going to love and care for pets it's not like these other online services right who you who who are up to who are always written about in the paper you don't hear about naps pet sitters who have you know had accidents with dog right jessica you don't hear that right no nope. you you uh from the apps is what we call them from the apps you uh you don't hear as much from professional side as you do from right. the apps we're talking to professional pet sitters who are going to be responsible who christmas are going to show up so you want them to be with your pet okay we're going to wrap this up but dr fleck has one last question for you is there anything else you think clients need to know in terms of making it easier for the pet sitter over the holidays when caring for for your pet my rule of thumb and i tell a lot of people this is when you are starting to think about the holidays and you book your airfare you should book your your pet sitter first your pet sitters are always going to be busier on thanksgiving christmas spring break the major holidays that we all celebrate and um don't be surprised when you call them two weeks before thanksgiving and say they tell you they're full it's because they truly are so my biggest thing is is always book your pet sitter before you book your airfare um, make sure they have all the supplies that they need to take care of your four-legged family member. And just remember, it's the holidays. Everybody enjoy. Well, it's that time of the year. And Jessica, thank you so much for joining us. Can you give us uh, your website so that people can learn more about the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters? Yep. You can reach us. You can, you can type in National Association of Professional Pet Sitters, and that'll come up. Um, or you could just type in petsit.org. Awesome. Well, just to remind you, that was Jessica Abernathy, the president of the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters, discussing how to make a pet sitter's job easier during the holidays. And really what we want you to know, if she or he has an easier job, your pet will have a better experience while you're away with a loving caregiver. Time now for holiday pet traditions. 
Hey, it's petrondologist Charlotte Reed. Here at the Pet Buzz, we love holiday pet traditions, and we bet you do too. Here's one. Take your dog to a holiday pet event. Many communities have holiday pet parades and bazaars, which benefit local pet charities. Revel in the day. Visit the vendors, shop for pet gifts, and enjoy being part of the pet community. During most of these events, there are costume contests, which in most cases, you can participate for free or a small fee. Dress your dog like a Santa, a gingerbread man or woman, or even even an elf. Happy holidays. Celebrate with us on air on your favorite streaming channel or on social media or on our website at thepetbuzz.com. Up next, global pet news and tell me something good. Training matters for all dogs, especially for puppies. To make training fun and enjoyable, motivate your pooch with Hunter's Healthy Treats. Hunter's treats contain no corn, wheat, soy, preservatives, added flavors, or food coloring. Dogs love them because they're soft-baked with healthy ingredients like pumpkin, peanut butter, and sweet potato. Train your dog to give him the best life with the best motivation. Hunter's Healthy Treats. Visit Hunter'sHealthyTreats.com. Hunter's Healthy Treats is a proud partner of the Pet Buzz. I'm petrondologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. Here at the Pet Buzz, we are urban, suburban, and, and country. Now for the Pet Buzz mailbag. You've got mail. Charlotte, this question is for you. It is from Rebecca from Kentucky. She says, I am so excited that my grandchildren are coming to spend Christmas with us and they love dogs. We no longer have a dog, but can you give me some age appropriate holiday dog movies? Well, Rebecca, do I have a list for you and your grandchildren? Well, I've rounded up some fabulous holiday movies that you should be able to watch with your grandkids that feature dogs. So here's my list. Start out with A Golden Christmas. A Golden Christmas has it all. Childhood romance, buried time capsules, a crazy case of mistaken identity, and matchmaking pups who always manage to save the day. You know, one of my favorite movies is The Twelve Dogs of Christmas, in which a young girl goes to great lengths to change people's hearts and minds and set up an orphanage for dogs. Watching this film, you might just want to foster one for yourself and that way your grandkids will come visit you more and then of course there's how the grinch stole christmas many many hearts have been warmed by the character of max the put upon loving and always loyal pup and how the grinch stole christmas you can't forget the beethoven's christmas adventure in the movie a beloved saint bernard must save christmas he needs to rescue an elf who has made a crash landing in town help him recover santa's magic toy bag from greedy thieves and return the sled to its rightful owner and of course there is a dog named christmas in which hallmark created this story about the mccray family who foster a golden lab for the holidays during the course of the foster their developmentally challenged son forms a special bond with his new pooch pal whom he names christmas oh yeah then there's that classic a charlie brown christmas is a tv special based on the Peanuts comic strip. And who can't forget the indomitable Snoopy who makes this great dog Christmas movie in addition to being 
a long-standing tradition. And here's the last one for you. It's Lady and the Tramp. This movie begins and ends on Christmas. It doesn't get much more romantic than the tale of a rich cocker spaniel who meets a streetwise mutt caught up in a series of adventure that caused sparks to fly and tails to wag, warming hearts until the dramatic Christmas climax. Well, Rebecca, I hope this list of movies is a winner for you and your grandkids. I want to wish you happy holidays. And I have to say, I didn't forget you cat owners. Here's a few selections for you too. What about Felix the Cat Saves Christmas? The famous black cat is back and this time he has to stop a professor from creating the biggest blizzard of all time, which would cancel Christmas. Watch this one to celebrate the 100-year birthday of Felix. Oh, and how about this one? Christmas with the Cranks. Muffles, a white Persian, is featured in this holiday staple. Although not well treated, she helps teach Mr. Crank the spirit of Christmas by popping up in some key scenes. And then what about the cat in the hat knows a lot about Christmas? The Cat in the Hat, along with Sally, Nick, and of course the fish, work together to grant a Christmas wish of a broken-hearted baby reindeer. That's a great movie for kids. It's a cute movie. And then, of course, there's Santa Claus, a cute movie where the cats have to save Christmas because Santa can't fly his sled due to cat allergies. What do I always say? Six times people are allergic to cats versus dogs. It's silly, but it's a fun film for all. Whether you're a dog or cat lover, my advice is cuddle up with your furry friend and enjoy the show. Check out our global pet news. And now, Pet Buzz news from around the globe. Well, still, there are no suspect after four weeks in the Idaho student murders. Police continue to search for any suspects in that November 13th quadruple homicide that left those four University of Idaho students, including Concalves, Mogan, Kernoodle, and Chapin, stabbed to death in their off-campus home. But we did learn recently, very recently, about another creature that was in the house at the time of the crime. The Moscow Police Department determined that a dog belonging to Concalves was in a room and didn't have any evidence on him. The dog was eventually taken to the Humane Society and then given to a responsible person. You know, what I find really strange is that if someone entered my house and started committing violence or there was uh, yelling or screaming or even stabbing and the smell of blood, I think my dog would be barking, scratching at the door, trying to get to me. And this house even was like a two-family house and people lived on the bottom. And the neighbors below did not report the dog barking. And I find that so strange. You would think if four people were being murdered and crying out, you think this dog would be barking. And that's why I say, I wouldn't be surprised if these students and the dog had some relationship or connection or the killer had been there before. Even if the killer had broken into the house and had 
some type of interaction with the dog. You know, I've seen videos, security videos on TV where people, criminals break into houses, give dogs dog biscuits. They might be wary at first, and then once they get a dog biscuit, they're fine. And then they let the criminal come over and pat them on the head. But this is very, very, a very, very unique story. So I just can't wait to see what's happening in these upcoming weeks. A great way to end the show is to hear Tell Me Something Good. News of the day got you down? No worries. Pet trendologist Charlotte Reed is here with Tell Me Something Good. This is a necessity like air and oxygen. Tell me something good. Well, if you're not in the holiday mood already, an adorable boy, a corgi named Wrigley and his animatronic friend are here to help you and put a smile on your face. Wrigley is a Pembroke Welsh Corgi and he has earned over a million views on TikTok over the past few weeks as he danced along with a Christmas themed Snoopy. So let me explain. It began on Halloween with Wrigley on the stairs looking up at this animatronic Snoopy with Halloween, a trick-or-treat bag. So when activated, Snoopy dances with his Halloween bag and the happy Corgi was mesmerized and he started dancing along too. The owners of Wrigley put it up on TikTok and that video earned 2.1 million views. So obviously Wrigley's parents needed to get him the Christmas Snoopy. Well, with Thanksgiving over, we got to see Wrigley once again hopping along with Snoopy and this time clad in a Christmas suit. That video earned 3.3 million views so far, and it's not hard to see why. You know, you got to check out the video on our social media feeds. All I have to say is thanks, Wrigley. I really needed your joy. It's actually infectious. Well, happy holidays, everybody. You got to check out Wrigley. He is, he's a heartbreaker. He is adorable and he will bring you so much pleasure. Time for a holiday pet tradition. Hey, it's petrondologist Charlotte Reed. Here at the Pet Buzz, we love holiday pet traditions, and we bet you do too. According to the American Christmas Tree Association, Christmas trees play the most important part of the holiday season. In recent years, having more than one holiday tree is the trend. So why not decorate a tree in your home with a lovely pet-themed ornament? Bronner's located in Frankenmuth, Michigan, has a variety of pet ornaments. Order a personalized pet ornament for your pet or a remembrance ornament for a pet that has crossed over to Rainbow Bridge this year. Make sure presents under the tree are wrapped in pet-themed wrapping paper, too. For more holiday traditions, celebrate with us on air on your favorite streaming channel or on our social media feeds or our website at thepetbuzz.com. Well, it's a wrap. Before we go, we want to give you a preview of next week's show. Next week is our Christmas and Hanukkah edition. But before we go, I want to say special thanks to our guest, 
Dr. Ibram Shokri from Ross University, and Pet Sitter National Association of Professional Pet Sitter Jessica Abernathy. And of course, we must thank our sponsors, the Animal Medical Center of Bradenton and EpiPet, making better skin, coat, and ear care products for healthier pets everywhere, and Hunter's Healthy Treats, making all natural, yummy treats for dogs of all sizes. Well, if you have a question, write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. We will cover it on next week's show. And if you've missed any portion of this show, visit our social media channels as well as your favorite streaming channel and listen to our linked podcast on Monday morning. But most importantly, remember we're here each week to help you take better care of your pets. So peace out and pet love. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Pet Buzz. The Pet Buzz is hosted by the dynamic pet duo, pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. www.thepetbuzz.com Learn more about us, the show, and our guests. When your doctor recommended omega fatty acids as a daily supplement, he told you that they promoted better heart, brain, skin, joint, and immune system health. Well, doesn't it make sense for your pet to have the same health benefits? EpiPet Whole Fish Treat, an all-natural smoked fish supplement, is 100% bioavailable, bringing your pets the nutrients they need to keep them healthy and happy. www.epi-pet.com EpiPet is another proud partner of the Pet Buzz.